Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Natural Medic Adventures. This is the inaugural first episode of this podcast. I am recording this in the evening of April 28, 2021. Hopefully it'll be up and available for you by the end of the month or early in May of 2021. And I just want to welcome you here. Thank you for giving me a chance and taking this journey with me as we uh, adventure out into the wilds of the United States or any other place you might be listening from. I'm based in the United States. I'm in Texas and been in Texas a lot of my life, not all of my life, but a majority of my life. Um, so let me kind of tell you a little bit about myself and what we're doing here. The idea is to use my knowledge and background that I have to get you prepared to get outside, particularly to get you out to doing some hiking, some backpacking, some overnight stuff, and uh, get away from that regular humdrum of your you know, day-to-day. I found in my own personal life, the more that I get away from my normal everyday surroundings, the better off that I feel in my in my whole body, in my whole being, every aspect of me. And the great thing about that is it doesn't take a lot of preparation. It doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of really any of that stuff in order to get out and about to the great outdoors. So anyway, once again, I want to welcome you to here at the uh, Natural Medics Adventures. And so let's get started. My name is Craig, but I also go by, obviously, the Natural Medic. And kind of give you a little bit of background about myself. Like I said, I grew up here in Texas. I've lived other places, but Texas is kind of my home state. And going way back, (laughs) I started off in the Boy Scouts. And was able to work through that all the way from Tiger Cubs all the way and got my Eagle Scout. And probably Boy Scouting had the biggest impact on my life as far as giving me a love of the outdoors and learning new things and learning new skills and just enjoying just enjoying life. So that probably led me to college. And I went to college down in Nacogdoches, Texas, which is a little bit um, south of where I live now. And they have a really good forestry program down there. And at the time I went down there, I did not know what forestry really was. But I ended up getting a degree in forestry. My emphasis was a little bit different, though. I emphasized my degree in recreation management. So I'm a forest recreation management degree holder from SFA. And I actually use that degree to work in the state parks of Arkansas first, was with Arkansas State Parks for about mm, between six and seven years. We'll, we'll round it up to say seven years. And was with Texas State Parks for about three and a half years. And unfortunately, when I got to Texas, they, they ran short of some funds and uh, had to kind of punt and make some other opportunities happen. So that led me into EMS. And I've been a paramedic now for about eight years, but um, 
Currently, I'm not doing that. Currently, I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own business, and I'm doing e-commerce. But I've always retained a love of the outdoors, and I decided, thought about this for a for a number of years, but I decided about a month or so ago that I was going to hike the Appalachian Trail. So that is my goal, that a year from now, I will be on the Appalachian Trail. That doesn't mean that that you should necessarily choose that. We're going to talk about that and figure out what your goals are. Because being a hiker or a backpacker or an outdoorsman of whatever type, you can apply these same principles, these same skills to your endeavors and your uh, desires and things that you want to do outside. So that's great. So as I said, I'm going to do it within a year. It's my plan. So I'm just kind of going to unfolding my journey and my journey unfolding and how I'm building myself up to be prepared for this journey on the Appalachian Trail um, can hopefully help you as well. So how we're going to get there is we are going to go through the aspects of preparation and figure out how we are going to make ourselves ready. And like I said, it doesn't necessarily apply just to the Appalachian Trail or any kind of long trail. It could be a trail in your neighborhood. It could be a trail in your your region of the of whatever state or province or wherever you're listening from that you wanted to hike and you just really weren't how, sure how to get there and how to start. So that's my that's my idea with this whole thing is to figure that out. So with that said, let's kind of dive into what we're going to be covering over the next several months. I'm planning on just releasing this as a once a month podcast right now. And if there's interest and I come up with some additional topics after these, I'm sure I will. Um, I plan on releasing some more episodes um, after that. But right now I'm just planning on releasing um, through the summertime is what I have planned out. I'm going to continue releasing after that. I just, Right now, I've just got this next several episodes planned out. So the first thing we're going to talk about, and we'll jump into that in just a minute, is we're going to talk about physical fitness and health, which is going to include you know your medical, your medical needs and your diet and things that you're going to prepare yourself physically for making a hike in the outdoors near you or maybe somewhere else that you really wanted to go to and you haven't really known how to do. Um, after that, the following month, we're going to dive into uh, mental, spiritual, psychological um, preparation. Because, especially if you're going to take a very long hike like the Appalachian Trail. If you're not aware of the Appalachian Trail's length, it is over 2,000 miles and stretches from uh, northern Georgia to central Maine. Over 2,000 miles. And that's going to require a lot of preparation, not only physically, but mentally. And you're going to have to have the right amount, right type of gear, which we're going to talk about after that, and skills, and so forth. So that's kind of what we're going to be planning on doing for the next several months. So I hope you will join me as we travel through the Natural Medics adventures. All right. So we have talked about the introduction, who I am and what I'm doing here, what I'm trying to accomplish. 
Let's talk about you and what you have in store for yourself. And also, we'll talk about me. So the first thing you need to think about before attempting a hike of any distance is what is your fitness level? And it's probably a good idea. I've been a paramedic for several years now, but I'm not a doctor, so I can't give any medical advice. But I would uh, advise you before you start a new workout routine, new fitness routine, that you check with your doctor. Especially if you have any kind of medical condition, such as high blood pressure, any kind of heart disease, diabetes, any kind of lung issues like COPD, etc. Anything that you think may hinder your progress, I would probably advise checking with your doc first and see if they are okay or whoever you use for your medical and health professional uh, healthcare. Just see how what they think about it and you know get their clearance and advice on what you should do. But really starting a fitness program and of course hiking is is fitness. It's designed to be uh, strenuous to some extent. You're enjoying getting out in the wild wild the wilderness <laughs> and but you're also exercising. So you're enjoying nature, but you're exercising and you are working your body out. So surprise is one of the first things you should do. Once your doctor has cleared you, or if you think you don't need to do that, you can just jump into the next step and assess your fitness level. And there's a couple ways to do that, but the best ways I have worked in law enforcement when I was in the park world and I worked in EMS and both of them require a lot of physical fitness. And, you know, you probably have seen those people out there that are not quite physically as fit as you think they would. They're both working law enforcement and EMS. At least I have. And I'm not judging them. But to perform at your best, you need to kind of know where you're at and who you are as a person. So some of the first things you should think about is assessing your fitness. Once you have got clearance from the doctor or you have decided you don't need that and you're going to go to the next step. So you might want to walk around the block, walk about a mile or so, take your pulse rate before going and your pulse rate immediately after finishing that one mile and see what you come up with. Also, you might want to time it, see how long it takes you. Or if you're up for running, you know, try a mile, mile and a half run and see how that goes. See how long it takes you. How many push-ups can you do? How many sit-ups can you do? Can you bend over and touch your toes? Or can you sit on the ground with your legs out and, try and touch your, touch your uh, feet or as far as you can reach? You know, what is your current weight, your waist circumference? What is your body mass index? You know, figuring these things out will help you long term in trying to get more in shape. Because I think 
at least in my opinion, that being out there in the outdoors and hiking around, backpacking, etc., one of your goals, maybe not your top goal, should be to get in better shape because it's better for your health. It helps you to prevent having, you know, serious diseases and things like that. So with that in mind, let's talk about your goals. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to hike the Appalachian Trail or a long trail like that? Do you want to hike more of a shorter regional trail? Do you just want to hike in your local park? Do you want to hike in a state park or a national park? You know, one of the shorter trails, you know, figure out what you want to do there. You know, is I'm not telling you to go, you know, do the Appalachian Trail like me. But you definitely should have a goal in mind. And you're always going to start small. The general recommendation for most adults is 75 minutes of vigorous or 150 minutes of moderate activity a week. and that's aerobic activity. So that's like walking, you know, lifting weights, uh, you know, doing calisthenics, things like that. And with a lot of people, and even though as busy as we are, a lot of people, that's certainly doable. So what you want to do, though, is you don't want to start off, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail and I'm just going to, that's, that's, you know, I'm going to go do it tomorrow. Now it's going to take time to build up to that more lofty goal that you might have for yourself. And your goal, like I said, doesn't have to be that, but, you know, we've all experienced 2020 and coronavirus and we were probably inside more than we needed to be or wanted to be. We weren't as physically active because of social distancing or, or local ordinances or or what have you that that kept us from doing our normal routines? Maybe we weren't, we weren't as active. We were in our house more than we needed to be or wanted to be, and now we're getting back into a regular routine where we're going outside, and we're able to get out more in in the environment in the world, and that's a great thing to do. But the best thing to do is to start off slow and think about, like I said, what is your goal. You know, if you want to do a trail that's 10 miles long, you know, maybe start off walking a mile a couple times a week or three times a week or more, depending on your schedule. If you're going to do a longer trail like I'm planning on doing, the Appalachian Trail, you may want to do more than that. But the point is you have to build up slowly into a daily routine. And you want to try different activities. You may not want to walk all of the time in the same place. You may want to vary that up and go to different places in your town, city, whatever your location is. You may want to ride a bike if that's available. You might want to go to the gym if that's something that you can do and want to do. But you need to have time to vary it up. And the ability to vary it up, you need to have time for 
doing the activity, but you also need to have time for recovery. You need to make sure that you do that. And what you may want to do is just write down what you want to do for the week. Like, for example, on Monday, I'm going to walk a mile in my neighborhood or in my local park. Wednesday, I'm going to lift weights or I'm going to do 100 jumping jacks or whatever, whatever it happens to be. And that will help you have a concrete goal. Or if you don't want to put it on paper, put it in your phone. Put it on your calendar in your phone. Or on your calendar hanging on your wall in your house. So that you will have that kind of written down and ready to go. Now, of course, when you're working out, you want to wear the proper clothes. You may not live in an environment like Texas. I'm in East Texas where there's lots of pine trees. During the summertime peak, as they call the dog days of summer, it gets up pretty warm sometimes. Usually it's going to be in the 90s. But some days, even for weeks at a time, we have hundreds. And then temperature-wise. And the contrary to what people think about Texas, it's very, very humid. And so I have to take that into consideration. And I have to dress accordingly for the weather. I'm not going to wear a sweatsuit or, you know, sweatpants and a, you know, a, ho- a hoodie and sweatpants, you know, in the middle of the summer outside because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be too hot. I'm probably going to wear, you know, some kind of some kind of comfortable T-shirt. Um, I prefer the wicking T-shirts, but you can wear whatever you want at this point. We're not talking about getting you too involved in your uh, gear at this point. We're just talking about using what you have. If you need to purchase some of this equipment, or you don't have, you know, you don't have exercise clothing. I encourage you to go to your, check out your local thrift stores. Goodwill, Salvation Army, some other thrift store in your area may have a wicking t-shirt. Or check out the clearance section at your local stores, like Walmart. Um, I'm not endorsing any of these places in particular. I'm just kind of giving examples of things I have in my area. Walmart, Target, Ross, Dress for Less, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, um... Even like places like Five Below or the dollar stores have workout equipment and workout clothing that you can get for not very much money. I'm not expecting you to make a huge investment for that. If you have a smartphone, which most of us do these days, you can download a lot of apps out there for free. I'll tell you what I use for my fitness. I have a a Garmin watch. I have the Instinct Solar. I did have the regular Instinct, but I ended up upgrading recently because of the battery life on this thing. And it has a really good app that connects to um, my phone that Garmin provides. It's it's a free app, but you have to have a Garmin device for it to work. But it also connects to uh, Google Fit. It connects to um, some other some other apps that I use to keep track of my progress. So you may want to do that so you can track, you know, your distance that you're that you're walking. Uh, Google Fit, if you have a Google device, is free. I'm not sure. I don't have an Apple um, phone, iPhone, so I don't know what their device is for that one. But uh, Google Fit is there, and it's available. 
for your for your use um, for free, and it will track your steps. It'll track your uh, your walking and things like that. And there's a lot of other apps out there. Um, you can just do an app search on your Play Store or the App Store and find all kinds of fitness apps for free or for very little cost that will help you track your your progress. So you want to do something that's you know definitely that's practical. Now you definitely want to want to warm up first. You don't want to just jump out there and start, you know, and start running if you've never, if you haven't run ever or in a long time. And as I said before, consider your environment that you're in. If you're in, uh, you know, the desert, the forest, along the ocean, you're in a warm environment, a hot environment, a cool environment, a cold environment. You know, dress accordingly for those particular areas when you're out exercising. Don't, you know, don't wear things that are not appropriate for the for the area because it could lead to some issues. You could get too hot or too cold or or whatever. And you know, as I said, try to keep it interesting. Try to keep it creative and break it up if you have to. Um, and definitely listen to your body. If your body is hurting, stop. Don't push yourself too hard initially. And if you're not feeling good, you know, that next day, you know, and you're scheduled to, you know, work out, you know, do your walk or your lifting or whatever, whatever you have set on your goal, um, you know, give yourself permission to take off. That's not a big deal. And try to monitor your progress every so often. Your results may vary. You may have to monitor your progress by doing, you know, a written evaluation of yourself every week or two weeks or a month or whatever, whatever interval that fits for you. Just a way you can kind of see how you're doing. And if what you're doing is not working for you, maybe you need to reevaluate. Maybe you need to figure out what will work for you and go on, go on there. Move on from there. So by planning that out carefully, you can create healthy habits that will improve your health and get you ready to get out there and enjoy the environment by doing your hiking or backpacking or just enjoying the outdoors in general. Okay, we talked about exercise and how to go about it, how to make a plan. Just from my own perspective, I try to be active at least for 15 to 30 minutes, four to five times a week. That's what I plan on doing. And that's what I plan on keeping doing until it becomes time to uh, get out there and hike. So with that in mind, with exercise, you have to think about what you put into your body. So that includes what you drink and what you eat. So, I know a lot of us, and I'm guilty, I'll raise my hand. I know you can't see my hand because this is a podcast, 
but I'm I'm guilty of eating probably too much junk food, too much fast food, too many sugary drinks and things like that. But I'm working on it. Just like the rest of us, I am a I'm a work in progress. And what I would recommend that you try to do, and you same thing as you would do with exercise. You just kind of make gradual steps. Set a goal. Try to get a little bit of water there. And try to progress the best that you can towards that goal. If you're not eating a lot of vegetables right now or fruits, you know, figure out some way to to do that. You know, it's recommended you get somewhere between 9 to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. You have to think about your dietary needs, of course, and of course, don't get things that you're allergic to or you can't eat because of whatever reason. Um, you need to have grains in your diet. If you can eat grains and process grains, that's going to be somewhere around three to six servings, somewhere around there. Your low fat dairy should be around three servings a day. You want to get a good amount of proteins, one or two servings of those a day. And proteins is a pretty broad category. That's eggs, fish, um, lean meat, nuts, uh, legumes, poultry, seeds, things like that. And as far as oils go, you want to try to avoid a lot of the tropical and partially hydrogenated oils and try to do oils such as canola, olive oil, peanut, safflower, sesame seeds, stuff like that. A lot of the other oils out there are not necessarily as good for you. And you don't want to use a whole excess of that, but you know, a few tablespoons a day, not too bad. But anyway... Try to limit your your sugary drinks that you have out there. Um, that will help with the calories. And stuff that's highly processed, try to replace that with homemade stuff or less processed options if that's possible for you. Try to vary your food just like you would vary your exercise. Try to vary the, your food that you have. Keep it interesting. And even when you're away from home, you know, try to try if you can, if it's practical for you, pack a lunch. I, I've worked in law enforcement and EMS, as I said before, and a lot of times you're out there and you're working and you don't have those options of eating, you know, healthy food. The best option that you have maybe is go to uh, your local McDonald's or Sonic or Burger King or what have you. And that's what you have. And that's not necessarily, I'm going to say a bad thing, but you try to you need to try to limit that. As much as you can. I know some things are not possible. But. Just to make yourself healthy. Because what you put into your body. Is what powers your body. And you want to use healthy. Options as you can. Now as far as hydration. The body. 
is composed of about three quarters of water. That varies among uh, the organs and stuff like that, but overall about three quarters of the body is water. So for most males, they need around 15 and a half cups, which is equivalent in the metric version to about 3.7 liters. So and liters roughly equivalent to a quart. So about four quarts of water approximately every day under normal circumstances. And women need about 11 and a half cups or about 2.7 liters. So we round it up to three. And remember, anytime that you are exercising, you need to up that intake because you are sweating and you are using that, that bodily water. Even coffee, tea, soda, sugary drinks, you know, Gatorade, whatever, even those are good to hydrate yourself with, but you need to limit yourself, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot, a lot of medical people out there, um, on those things. But you definitely need to keep yourself hydrated, keep yourself well-fed, so you can have good exercise goals. All right, guys, we have covered a lot today. I appreciate you sticking with me and giving me a chance. I'm continuing to refine my podcast. I will have another one out. I'm aiming for the fourth of every month to have a new one out. I appreciate you listening to me. As a thank you for listening to me, I want to offer you 50% off my Etsy store. I have some digital downloads related to this podcast that could help you in your hiking journey, wherever it may lead you. The code is 50OFF. That's 50OFF. That's valid for any digital download in my store, which is Roadrunner Rarities on Etsy. I think you'll find some useful checklists and downloads to help you get started on your hiking journey. And I think it'll be appropriate for wherever you may be in your hiking journey. Again, I appreciate you listening. I thank you so much for your attention. And until next time, I will see you on the trail. Thanks a lot. Bye.